Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Sunday Girl Club, officially on episode eight. Today we haven't got a guest, it's just Abby and Millie. We're going to be chatting all things glossy magazines from the noughties. Yeah, from our teen years. Yeah. Um, and, and we actually feel we are owed an apology. <laughs> We're going to progressively get more and more angry throughout this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we definitely are. We've ammoed ourselves with some tabs open of Trini and Susanna's what not to wear. What not to wear. And what not to wear too. <laughs> do you want to tell us a fact about Gillette that you heard? Yeah, I do. And this was a good old TikTok video making me angry once again. Um, I've been toying with the idea of body hair recently, um, especially... Um, shaving my armpits and things like that and I was looking at um, a TikToker who really embraces body hair um, and I've seen this quite a lot with the wonderful um, Hey Estrid, it's just Estrid isn't it? Oh, they yeah. do really great adverts. I use them, I use Estrid. Me too. Yeah. Um, on choosing whether to shave or not to shave, either way they are there to help um, and I saw um, a video on TikTok and it was a fact about I can't remember exactly the decade, but it was around about the 30s or the 40s um, in the UK. And Gillette um, was always primarily just for men. It was razors for men. And it was a campaign that they once did just to expand their market, which told us that women's hair is dirty and it's dirty to have under armpit hair. And then all of a sudden, women started shaving from that campaign onwards. I'm actually going to find find that campaign and I'm going to put it on the screen because it made me so angry women were just we were just living our lives doing our best trying to get through and then all of a sudden we've got this extra pressure of keeping up with beauty standards of shaving armpit hair is there for a reason I'm not saying you should shave or you shouldn't shave I'm actually shaving at the moment if that's <laughs> anyone's business but um just tying with the idea it really opened my eyes to the pressures that women feel um, um, I remember the first time I actually got armpit hair I was like 11 or 12 and all my friends had armpit hair before me and we were going to the um, the beach and I noticed a few hairs under my arms and the first thing I did this is probably a universal experience is go to my dad's shaver oh, yeah. and use it did you do that? it was really like stumpy really sharp like like horrible things that were like just like a proper little box square that like didn't curve to any part of your body that just like yeah would just hackle <laughs> and I literally hacked my under armpits and we were no soap no soap <laughs> just dry yeah <laughs> and I went to the beach and my armpits were bleeding all over my top oh god that's 11 year old Abby god I know and I shouldn't have been thinking about that I know I remember like in PE and like I'd I'd pull my socks like really high because I'd have like really hairy legs. Which in, and my mum was like, "Never shave past your knees." Like when they first start sh started shaving, um, and it was just such a thing, wasn't it? Like that, like boys and stuff would point out and yeah, laugh at you, and you just like, "Oh my god!" Like yeah. you need to do it, I need to do it. You're literally like not even like 10, 11 years old, and it's feel like you have to like. Yeah, so thanks, Gillette. Yeah. Thanks yeah. a lot. I had like a, a, a massive crush on a boy all through secondary school. And he said to me, I sat next to him in English, and I was so excited to sit next to him. And he said to me, you've got a moustache. When he looked at me, and I thought he was just admiring my beauty, ready to declare his love. And he looked at my lips. 
you've got a moustache. <laughs> so like, I literally <laughs> ran to the toilet and I tried to pull it out with my nails. Oh, God. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? Or like when, um, like, oh, you've got a unibrow. That was a big one, wasn't it? Yeah. And I just think, oh, my God. And literally the best advice, which I will pass down for my generations, is that my mum was like, never touch your eyebrows. And, like, I'm so happy that I never did. Um, like wasn't allowed to tweeze with them or anything because like I'm so happy that they didn't I didn't tweeze with them to death with the tiny little things so. great eyebrows <laughs> we are quite fortunate in the eyebrow department yeah I haven't touched my eyebrows in five four five years yeah just a few little neat enough here and there but um, I definitely there was probably times where I did sneak on those tweezers and like oh, got a yeah. bit like tweezer happy with it and she could always tell yeah Mums can always tell can't they? did you ever watch <laughs> Angus Thongs and Perfect Snapping yeah. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> I was, that was, that was a, a holy Bible for yeah. me when I was like 14. And um, when she shaved the inside <laughs> and she slipped. Because <laughs> yeah. her sister pushes her, she shaves off half her eyebrow. I love that. Sure, I did. So. I really wanted, um, obviously it was a cool thing to have like a side fringe. And I was like, I've always been a little bit like scissor happy with my hair. Mm. And like, rather than, obviously like, I didn't know the skills of how to cut my hair. <laughs> Actually, cringe like <laughs> like I just like pulled a piece of hair across and just put a side fringe. Obviously, cutting side fringing is skill, and, and I just cut a, a chunk out of the corner of my hair. So I just had like the little <laughs> I just had like a short tuft of hair for like a really Aww. long time because I really wanted like that really edgy like cool sweeping side fringe yeah that I straightened within a life like inch of its life with my little tiny travel Tony and dye strips <laughs> love it and I've got thick curly hair so I used to actually straighten it the night before in front of the TV moment <laughs> and it took me like two hours and I had to wake up again and like sandwich it really tightly in my side fringe oh gosh um so hard being a girl isn't yeah. it? growing up <laughs> really is so many stories yeah um and something that definitely didn't help us was these blooming glossies when we used to go to like the news agents i was a proper magazine girl yeah i've literally said this like so long i loved magazines i've devoured magazines front to back i used to love the tracy beaker magazine the jacqueline wilson yeah. one i had a subscription to that um, and then from then on, just my love of magazines absolutely exploded. And um, and it wasn't actually healthy, the messages that they were, no. were portraying um, to their audiences. Um, so should we have a little look at some? So we're going to have a little look at Trini and Susanna's What Not To Wear style guide from 2002. I had this. So how old was I here? Um, I was six, and I remember, I remember reading this. It must have been my mum's book. I remember watching it on TV. They have TV shows, right? Did. And I remember that's where my, like, mind of Trini and Susanna come from. And yeah. what they would do is, did they do the, like, ten years younger? No, that was, that was the other lady. I think she was called, like, Catherine or Karen. But with ten years younger, I was obsessed with that. Yeah, and, and they wasn't, look, ten years younger, Well, really. sometimes they would just fill them with either Botox, change their teeth, change their hair completely, and put them in awful, awful low-rise trousers that weren't flattering. And do you know what the up-to-date version of that was, which I watched? Was it called The Pod? Oh, <laughs> yeah. And on, be, on BBC Three? Yeah, and they got that. Was it, was it The Pod? What it was? It, she was called Pod, she was the girl, called pod. wasn't she? The Machine. 
I can't remember what it was called. Oh, like, in the, in the public, oh, I had to rate no, people out of 10. Was it Snog Marry Avoid? Snog Marry Avoid! Oh my god! Oh my god! I used to watch that all the time when it was on because they were only like half an hour or so, weren't they? Yeah. And the, this girl would stand there and she'd have loads of fake tan on and mini skirts, and Pod would go, Get all that rubbish off your face. And like, she'd have this makeup wipe, and the girl would obviously be quite uncomfortable. I mean, I know they chose to go on the show. And like Pod would just be hurling insults yeah. at like, and then they'd ask men on the street and they'd show photos of the girl and they'd say, "Would you snog marry or avoid?" And all the befores were like, "I would avoid. She doesn't look like the kind of girl that I would go out with." Yeah. And then they literally ripped her of all her personality traits in terms of what she looks like yeah, and what she loved to portray herself as and express her fashion and yeah, self-expression and and. And then she just looked like a normal average girl who wore pencil skirts. <laughs> it was oh, I can marry her. They literally cut her into cut at all time, hair into a bob, no makeup. Yeah. Pencil skirt, flat shoes, or some like wedges to make her look more professional and like yeah. take her more seriously. What's terrible about that is I remember watching it and I was thinking, I don't dress very out there. Mm. I, I bet I'd get her married. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like thing is when you watch it and like they're like the the pod the pod the stupid computer is just saying things like you know get that muck off your face and yeah. you're much better pod thinks you look much better now yeah <laughs> and any sort of like different color hair pink yeah what is that on your hair yeah it looks like looks like a porcupine that like yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's a great impression, yeah, you know. But... <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, it was just insane. And I used to enjoy watching that, which is yeah. You know what? I, who I loved, Gokwan. Yeah, we. we I'm here for Goks. I, I am here for Gokwan, and I don't think it was ever. I, not that I remember, it wasn't ever crossing a line with Gok. Maybe it was, but I loved it. He seemed a bit more fashion focused. What was the um? Fashion show one, he did a fashion runway. Yeah, he did. How to look good naked. It was. It was, was how, it? Yeah, it was. How to look good naked. And the, they'd be going down a runway. Naked? And uh, yeah. Oh, they would. Yeah, and they'd strip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was this that? is just un- unlocking yeah. all my memories from childhood. Oh, I've got a fashion fix. Oh, he did that as well. But he did do Gok fashion. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I got Gok's book. I think I got yeah. it signed actually at the clothes show. Oh, you know, yeah, Birmingham. I the clothes show as Did well, you? Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I, I was here for Gok. I didn't really mm. get much um, toxicity no, from Gok. But there probably was some underlying kind of women getting the boobs pushed up and the waist in and that yeah. sort of thing and getting that really. But it was all really, I think he was more about installing confidence into the women rather than stripping them, them down. Apart. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, on this Trini and Susanna What Not to Wear style guide, which I inhaled as a youngster, actually, I I've, I love fashion ever since I was a, a, a kid. Um, I remember, oh my God, I was obsessed with the parent trap of Lindsay Lohan and especially Annie, the one from London. Mm. And I used to want like suits like her. I pierced my ears. I cut my hair short. And I was really, like, interested in fashion from a really young age. So to probably read this was pretty traumatising for me. Um, so the first one we can see is, um, so they're talking about why bigger busted women should never wear high neck tops. And the quote is, 
It makes your tits look like balloons, semi-filled with water. Like what? <laughs> Does that even make sense? Wasn't there somebody passing this off to like put it in shops? Maybe they just thought the most outrageous the better, but does that even make sense? I mean, it made them some money, so... Oh, this is one. This is one that would really offend me. It really does offend me to this day. Avoid puff sleeves. Elastic sleeves will create two very fat sausages as opposed to one. Disgusting. What a horrible thing to say. Puffy sleeves? Puffy sleeves. It's literally like the biggest trend of the past few years, having puff sleeves on dresses. Yeah. And I actually really think it does the opposite effect, like... Yeah, and it, it's also, it's these these sorts of words that they're using, very fat sausages and all this, that really knocks women down. Like, yeah. also, wasn't Susanna always supposed to be the curvy one? Yeah. I'm sure she was always posed as the curvy one. You look at her, and she's she's not. No, she's no. She's size 10, maybe? Yeah. She's, she's, she's not at all and she was always called the fat one and they gave fat such a negative connotation yeah they did um fat fat sausages horrible and the next one is larger women should avoid spaghetti straps the delicacy of these filigree strings only highlights the enormity of your upper arms i had a real complex about my arms from childhood right up to the last few years when i've become a little bit more body neutral women um, in this position when we were growing up were saying wear what you want you look great either way embrace yourself um don't think too much about looking big or anything like yeah. that because literally you just need to live your life no one's looking not, at you no one's looking at yeah, you no one's it. thinking that you're fat yeah. i say it's my friend all the time um who, who are when they're panicking about what they're wearing and what they look like and i know obviously they feel it in themselves, but I just have to say, like, hate to break it to you, hun, but no one's looking at you in the nicest way possible. Yeah. Nobody is looking at you. No one's looking at you and thinking, oh, their arms are out there. Like, nobody has the time or the capacity to look at somebody. I mean, if you do, you're, you've got a complex in your head. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, no one's looking at you, hun. No, and and no one, and everyone's too bothered about themselves to look at everyone to look at other people yeah which is true because I literally I couldn't think about no offense but I couldn't think about what you wore to the last episode no exactly even though I know you always look great and you always have great style yeah nobody really takes it in you don't care like we were talking in the Sunday Girl group chat like we just because we're so interested in fashion and we we love getting like having a dress up don't we and we we're going to an event this evening and we threw in, oh, what's everyone wearing? And the whole chat erupts into panic, sheer panic, when it's not <laughs> even that deep. And the more someone goes, oh, I don't know, oh, God. And I'm going, oh, I might put my cowboy boots on. Oh, right, okay, well. So I was going to mean heels or? Yeah, and, and it's just, we all very much have our own style and we all will just rock up in what we feel comfortable with mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. But this this panic that was installed in us about what should we should wear and how we should present ourselves. And I think that is great to be aware of how you present yourself. But honestly, in the end, we had to just kind of step back and go, guys, like, it's actually not that deep. We are just going to an event for two hours. <laughs> as long as you've got our Sunday girl talks yeah. on. Yeah, that's our Doesn't uniform, matter. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, up onto the next one. I don't know why these women have such an affinity with, like, comparing people to sausages. 
Um, but <laughs> curvy women should avoid lycra. You look like too much meat stuffed into a sausage skin. That's that's awful. That's terrible. It is why why are they so bothered about women looking like sausages in the first place? This are is you, Christ now. Are you know what? It's so bizarre because like same avoid lycra, but in the same sentence they're saying you need to wear shapewear. And that is yeah. lycra. Yeah. Like they've got a whole book on just shapewear. Which is bizarre. Trini, Susanna, you're yeah. contradicting yourselves, hun. Yeah. It's just insane how from the beginning shapewear was seen to be a, a cover up or like mm. a Bridget Jones pants. Bridget Jones pants thing. Like everyone loves a pair of Bridget Jones pants. Yeah, everyone loves Bridget Jones pants, yeah. Actually I was watching Bridget Jones. <laughs> it's big on Netflix at the moment. It's all all of them are back. Um, and some of the, some of the things in that is really questionable. Really? Yeah. Da- Daniel Cleaver at work, he talks about how Bridget Jones's skirt is like a belt, and how he like wants to look at her ass at work oh. all the time. It's really bad. Really? I was watching it like, don't start, Abby. <laughs> Just watch it and enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. And also, she was supposed to be a big girl. Oh my gosh, don't even get started on that. In, in her diary, she writes that she's 136 pounds. Do you know how much that is in stone? Nine stone, something. That is, in, that is And insane. she says, and she writes her weight down in like multiple been, times of the film. I and it's been, like, I'm like, I don't, I, I'm not even to go to that. <laughs> Speechless. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. And to say like, oh, still a fat fatty. That's what she says. 130, 137 pounds, 50 cigarettes in, still a fat single witch or whatever she says. <laughs> and you know what? Our mums, well, my mum read this, obviously, and she's got a lot of really bad lingo and habits from her growing up and her mum and her grandma. And she t- sometimes talks to me about what I should and shouldn't wear. And she's like, oh, but you know, you should maybe cover your arms or... She's she's done it for, and she's only meaning well. Yeah, of course. But it's in stock, like... Or calories. She talks about calories all the time or, oh, I shouldn't have that cheesecake because it's got about 100,000 calories in it. It's a bit naughty, that cheesecake. Yeah, shouldn't have that cheesecake, but I'm going to have it anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, Mum... We only live once. You don't need this surface level of constant guilt That's of having it. nice things. Like and, and also telling telling the whole table that you shouldn't be eating that when yeah. you're going to anyway. Men my dad would never say that. James, my, my husband would never say Literally. Oh, let's not have that cheesecake. Yeah, I wouldn't look at you and go, Oh, you sure do you wanna save that for later or maybe we'll yeah. skip out. We won't get dessert. And I'm thinking, actually, I had my eye on that chocolate brownie. And absolutely no shade to my mum. I adore my mum to absolute bits. But this is just the way that she, yeah. that, that it was in them days. It's just a reflection on society, really, isn't it? Really, yeah. like, it's not an individual. I remember I was shopping with my grandma and her sister. And um, I was looking for a top. And this was maybe about five years ago or so. And, um, and I said, oh, I'm looking for a size 14. And um, my auntie went, you are not a size 14. I was like, I am. She was like, at least a 16 or 18. I was like, oh God, I thought you were going to go the No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I was like, I mean, I, I don't mind being that. But do you, don't say this to me. No. Don't say this to me. I was like 20 or something. I, I don't want you like 
making it a bad thing. Just let <laughs> you decide. Size I've got. Just let you decide what size you were gonna yeah. buy for yourself. Because that you were not a fourteen. Oh my goodness! I thought you were gonna say like she was gonna go in or like as in putting negative things on being a fourteen and that like, you are actually like a size ten or a twelve and don't call yourself a fourteen. But oh no, my gosh, you went the other way. way. Yeah. How rude! You just don't say that, do you? <laughs> No shade to my auntie either. Sorry, all my family members. I love you really. She's absolutely slitting all of you here. <laughs> you probably don't listen anyway. Oh gosh. But yeah. So on to the next one. Um. So avoid tight vest tops. I love a vest top. Wear wear a vest top under everything. But they always ride up over the rolls to reveal a pillow flab hanging over your waistband. We've we've got we've all got fat over our abdomens to. Protect our organs, guys. Yeah, that's why it's there. Don't be fooled by the photoshopped Kendall Jenner stretched out oh, body. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not real life, guys. I got really upset when I saw that stretched out photo of her in the mirror. With the that? tiny red bikini on. Yeah, that hurt my soul. Yeah, but the, it's not right though, is it? Because it exposes all the photoshopping behind. Someone went in detail about it and you can see mm. little wavy lines in the background of straight walls. Yeah, yeah of course. Mm. I mean, you see the Kardashians and photos that they've posted on Instagram versus, say, the Getty images that have been posted online. They're completely mm. different. Yeah, yeah. Especially, like, um, skin texture and stuff that's always smoothed out in Photoshop. Yeah. And on Instagram and in real life, they've just got skin like us. And I mean, I, it's, I saw um, a part of the Kardashians of the new series that have came that's came out, and Kylie Jenner is saying how it's their responsibility and they are setting beauty standards. And and it's like, hun, you you're the you're the biggest culprit for it. And it's okay yeah. if you want to Photoshop and do that, like, and alter your images. But don't pretend that you're doing this narrative where you're leading the way for natural beauty when you can't admit that, you know, you've had some done yourself. And I'm not saying everyone needs to tell everyone what they've had done, mm. but you really need to, they do actually have some responsibility, like she said, to not mm. lead people into this false sense of yeah. that's what they actually look like. Because it's natural okay beauty. to not look perfect. On, like Instagram isn't perfect, but they project Instagram as if it's their real life. No. That's a whole new topic in itself, the Kardashians, which I don't really think we've got time to go into today. Maybe for a future episode. Yeah, deep dive into the Kardashians. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is... (laughs) I'm speechless. (gasps) I shouldn't read them in advance. Short women should avoid tight trousers. It will clutch around the bum, giving away the terrible secret of having a bum that almost drags along the floor. So now we're actually (laughs) degrading women for the height that they are, when does that they end? can't help, literally. No. This is insane. This is shocking. Because how did this even get through the net of being able to be on the bookshelf? And you know what now? It's so funny how it, it's flipped because it is like the thing, that the beauty standard definitely in the past like five years to have that Kardashian bum, that really like big juicy bum. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it, it's insane. It's we just something. can't win, can we? Yeah, that's it. We can't win. And <laughs> and this is actually obscene. Chokers make people with short necks look like dense bull terriers. They need to just stop, <laughs> stop being horrible. This is why we're all, we're all growing up with complexes. Trini and Susanna owe me a handwritten apology.
apology. <laughs> I'm sorry. You really do. Oh, there's another one on I Big Hair. So women with larger arms should avoid tops with cap sleeves because they look like stretched swimming caps on a mountain of flesh. It's it's even it's not even like I mean it is horrible, but it's just degrading women to flesh and we've all got flesh. Yeah, Stop. it is literally skin. Stop. It's skin. why are you trying to vilify like language, which is just normal. We've all got fat, we've all got flesh. We've all you know what's actually really scary as well? Is that um they hosted what not to wear for five television series. Oh. Someone passed that off five five years, five times. In a row. Someone said, yep, we'll keep pushing this out. Yep, we'll keep pushing it out. Yeah. I would love to know what they think of it all now. I wonder whether they've, like, since had children and the children have grown up and they've sort of thought, probably shouldn't have done that. Trini's still a social media. She's still, she's got her own brand and everything. She's got her own makeup brand, etc. Yeah, she does a lot of styling videos Mm. still. You know what? And also, like, to give them a little tiny bit of credit, there has to be producers and writers and people yeah, ramping all this up. They might have not got this book if they weren't so outrageous in terms of shocking women. So it maybe probably is just a money spinner at the end of the day. I think it, yeah, a money spinner where they are literally being as outrageous as possible. But, but was it outrageous then? Because literally uh-huh. this was normal language for, wi- for yeah. women to call themselves things like this back then and even probably still today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure if I have a daughter in the future, I'm going to be so... I'm not even going to be going to talk about bodies too much. I'm just going to say, you are so kind and you are so confident and you are so such a, a, a nice, ball-getting person. I'm not even going to say, yeah. you've got such you've got such a lovely You're figure. So beautiful. Yeah. You're so beautiful. I, I mean, I will, I will say she's beautiful, but that's not going to be her only personality trait. I mean, mm-hmm. I know there's a campaign going around at the moment to for Instagram to tell um, its users when a f- when a photo has been photoshopped. Oh. Did you know that? Oh. It was Olivia who told me. Olivia who told me that. Um, or was it Hannah? One of the girls on the team told me, and I thought that's probably the way forward for social media. Um, I bet it'll just be like a little um, thing on underneath that says like this image has been enhanced. Hunted. Oh yeah. Enhanced. Enhanced. And yeah. it won't tell you how, obviously. But I'm happy with that, though. Yeah, just it's been enhanced. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah. There'll be ways around it, obviously. And yeah. how scary of all the AI situation? I mean, mm. you said you put your face through an AI mm. um, generator, and it just came out with this, like, avatar. Like, yeah, it, it looked like me it, if I was, like, probably had a million pounds in the bank and had a personal trainer, had facials every day, um, and had a little bit of filler. And I was like, gosh, that's my potential. I could really look like that. And then I thought, hang on, Abby. This is AI. Enough. It is not your potential. It's fake. It's fake. And it's generated again. AI is generated on that beauty standard. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. What they think is going to make you more beautiful, which is, which, you know, it's changed so much throughout the years as well. If you're going through the whole history of makeup and fashion and body image and Mm -hmm. how it was considered really, really like good, for women to actually have a bit of weight on them and then it was a tiny waist and now it's kind of I think it's almost on its way a little bit um to being a 
little bit like skinny car again. I've seen oh. a little bit of that. Not super, super, I've but seen like that. Ka- Kim, tiny girls. It's Kim Kardashian who sort of reversed. Yeah, yeah. She's so, so tiny. If you see her now, yeah. like in pictures and things. And it's that thing is it a fit or are they just skinny? And, and, is, it, and is it injections? Yeah. Because there's, the, there's them weight loss injections as well. Oh, uh, yeah, dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous, dangerous. You know who's really good at talking about that? Jamelia Jamelia. Oh, yeah. She's, She's been great. an advocate forever, hasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, Felicity Hayward's really amazing at body positivity yeah. and body neutrality and an advocate for include living the, your best life. It's include the curve, is it? Include, include the curve, yeah. 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 So there you go, guys. But we really wanted to talk to you just one-on-one a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we've had so many amazing guests. So yeah. if we head back to the start, we've had episode one, Laura Whitmore. Yeah. Episode two, Eliza Butterworth. Yeah. Episode three, Nell Hudson. Was it Nell episode three? Was she four? No, episode she was. Three. She was. Um, episode four, Lucy Jane Fashion, Northern Queen. So, yeah. Episode five, Beth. From William Street, Street Watch. Yeah. Um, episode six, Chloe Laws. Chloe Laws. Episode seven, Molly. From Mean Girls Run. And episode eight, you are with Millie and Abby. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We've had some amazing times over the past eight weeks making this podcast for you. It's been a dream to do this. It really has. Um, and to have people who listen weekly. Um, we got some amazing stats back that, we are the top 12 top twelve fashion and beauty podcasts in the UK. Wow. Love that. Love that for our first go. Yeah. If you want to um, follow us on Instagram, it's at Sunday Girl Magazine. Um, or you can drop us an email at um, info at sundaygirlclub.com. And we're also on threads, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. Facebook, TikTok. We're on everything. Um, so maybe let us know what you want to see. Do you like this format? Do you like um, guests coming on and chatting to us about their career? Do you like what we just did? Just being us, talking about um, our lives and magazines. We can talk a little bit more about that. Let us know what you like. Um, we also want to involve you guys a little bit more in the next season as well. Yeah, perfect. So thank you so much for coming on this little journey with us. And we'll be back. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.